My guests have learned how to capture the heart of God through worship. As people join them, they hear angels singing and actually hear supernatural instruments next on this edition of It's Supernatural. Can ancient secrets of the supernatural be rediscovered? Do angels exist? Is there life after death? Are healing miracles real? Can you get supernatural help from another dimension? Has the future been written in advance? Sid Roth has spent 30 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid on this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I was just talking to uh, Nick and Rachel Billman, and they travel all over the world with people like Randy Clark, who have just awesome miracle uh, meetings. And uh, they, but as far as I'm concerned, you guys as psalmists set the stage for miracles. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is and by the way, this is going to be hard for you to believe. They've known each other forever. Uh -huh. Is that true? Yep. yep. They started leading worship at 13 together. They're both PKs, pastors' kids. What is your what is your heart? What do you want to see accomplished when people worship the Most High God? Well, I think uh, the thing about worship and being a worship leader is my job is to hear what God's singing over the people, like Zephaniah says, God sings over us, and then to release that over the people in song, and then get the people to sing back to their father. So it's a connection of the father and his children in worship, more than just singing songs because the words are on a screen. But out of that intimacy, yeah. I think all things are possible. Amen. Yes, yeah. Man. That's right. And, uh, and, and just before we went on the air, I, I told him I've been listening to his new CD called The Least of These, and there's one song that I love. I absolutely love. It's called, and, and you'll love just, just by, and a little later on, we'll have a montage of some of their songs, and you'll hear this. It's called Come Find Me. Tell me about that song. Well, we were leading worship in her. And, and, and by the way, they write their music while they're, while they're uh, uh, leading worship. I mean, it's not like you're, you're home at night and you write, write out every note. Right. It's right. all spontaneous to begin with. And this was one of those songs. We were leading worship at our church with just a few friends one night. And we were actually singing like hallelujah, holy, just high praise. And then all of a sudden I was in an open vision and I saw all these alive churches and they're saying, God, we want to see you. We want to hear your voice. We want to know you. And God... Uh, responded and I was taken to the streets and I saw with all the poor and the homeless and the sick and I heard his voice say then come find me and we began to sing the words of Matthew 25 because it's about the least of these and so the song come find me is about if you want to see God you want to have an encounter with God then go to the least of these and you'll find him there because Jesus identified himself as the least of these in that passage of scripture he said when I'm hungry you gave me food when I'm thirsty you gave me a drink and Jesus identifies himself as it's not his easy. People. It's not difficult to find Jesus, is no, it? No, it's not. It's not. It, it, it's now when they worship God the way they're doing it in their own unique way, fashion. 
the heavens open. More healings than you can count occur at their meetings. Mm -hmm. And people hear angels, they hear supernatural instruments. Tell me about the time you heard the piano when you were just late at night worshiping God yourself. Yeah. It actually kind of scared me because I was leading worship, <laughs> just me, just my guitar at our church at maybe midnight. And uh, all of a sudden, I hear a piano playing. And I thought, surely there's nobody here in the building. And so just because I was curious, I walked out the hall and looked down to the sanctuary, and nobody was in there. So I thought, okay, I keep go back and playing, and I hear it again. And this time, it's louder. And there was nobody in the building at all. Nobody was playing the piano. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we wrote a song, I'll Join the Angels, because we realized... You know, there's worship in heaven 24-7, nonstop. And so when we worship, we're just synchronizing heaven and earth, and we're joining in with what's already taking place in the Spirit. You, you know what I believe? I believe that when you guys and others that love God mm -hmm. lead worship, there's a whole band of angels yeah. that are worship. If you're dancing, they're dancing just like you do. Yeah. If, if, they're, if you're singing, they're, they're singing yep. just like you are. Yeah. Uh, in fact, tell me about the time you did this home recording and yeah. found a voice on there. We, um, Nick and I have a worship room, and it's just a room that we've just sanctified. It's like our time that we're going to spend with the Lord in this room. And, uh, and so we do. We have a, 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 we're able to record in there. And so one day we just decided to see what, you know, what would happen. And so we just spontaneously started singing Alleluia. And Nick's just singing, and, and um, so I joined in with him, and I'm singing too, and we're just kind of echoing over each other. And, um, and that was it. And so uh, we got into the car after this. We were headed to a ministry event, and we're driving in the car playing this CD, just, just a home recording type thing. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so we, we were driving in the car, and my, my son says, Mommy, who's that other man singing with you and Daddy? And we were saying, what do you, what do you mean? We didn't, we didn't hear anything. You know, when we had first listened to it, we didn't hear anything, but, um, you know, what happened was Nick was singing and then, um, over top of it, um, we just started, um, singing in the spirit and, and then you can hear the shouting, um, after a while that it's like, ho, ho, ho. Like being, well, those angels it. must have been excited about you worshiping yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I think. Yep. And, yeah. and how do you know it wasn't just a fluke in the recording? Well, we went back and listened to all the tracks, and it's not there. It's not on any of the tracks of the recorder. So how do you explain that? It's supernatural. And, and, and by the way, if you have never heard angels singing, we're going to include that with the least of these. Um, but uh, you people have reports of hearing instruments, yeah. like uh, my favorite instrument, the shofar. Yeah. Uh, do you hear many reports of people hearing shofar blasts? Yeah, in yeah. fact, we had a lady that emailed us, and she said, I love that you incorporated the shofar into your CD. And I looked at Rachel, I said, there's <laughs> no didn't. shofar in the CD. <laughs> and she had a place where she had heard it. She'd say, in this song at this time, but it's not there. But, but we have it a lot where people say, I heard a shofar, I heard a tim tambourine. I, I think the angels are worshiping with you two. Yeah. That's what I believe is yeah. going on. Yeah. I believe all of heaven is worshiping. And when they worship, miracles take place. Don't go away. Be right back after this word. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! 
For he himself is our peace, who has made both Jew and Gentile into one, and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall. His purpose was to create in himself, to create in himself. His purpose was to create one new man, one new man, one new man, один новый человек, Adam Hadash Echad, one new man. Sid Roth has found the key to worldwide revival. This is God's time to reach the Jewish people with his love. Messiah Jesus has torn down the wall dividing Jew and Gentile. The two together form one new man to reach the world. God's method to reach the Jewish people is through signs and wonders. This is why our website, SidRoth.org, is jam-packed with tools to equip you to move in signs and wonders, understand Israel, and the Jewish roots of the church. Log on to SidRoth.org today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Nick and Rachel Billman. And when they worship, literally the angels worship with them. And if you can just get in that atmosphere, uh, when both your children uh, that, that I talked to you about had miracle births, tell me about Layla. She really intrigues me. Yeah, um, well... Layla was born early. Um, I went into labor at eight months, and it was very unexpected, of course. And uh, I was had preeclampsia, and they, they took me in and did an emergency C-section and um, was in the last stages of preeclampsia where I was bleeding to death. Mm. And, and the doctors were not sure that they were going to be able to get the bleeding to stop. And it was during uh, this time that I had an out-of-body experience where um, I was obviously my body was still laying on the table, but I my spirit left and I was watching myself on the table. And I've heard of people doing that. Yeah, and it was like everything was moving in slow motion. You know, some people say, "Oh, they saw a light," or, you know, uh, I didn't see anything like that. It was just just an immense peace that I had. And I watched the doctors go over and let Nick know, you know, that uh, they weren't sure that I was going to be able to live. And of course, uh, the Lord did a miracle, and the bleeding stopped. And even in the recovery room, um, it was amazing because we we would be we were in this room where it was very sterile environment. They really weren't sure if I was going to make it through the night that night. But I turned to Nick and I said, um, I said, "Honey, did somebody bring me flowers?" Mm. And the nurse picked up then and said, "No, like, nobody's allowed to bring any flowers on this floor." And there was just this this immense fragrance of um, like roses and cinnamon and vanilla and, and um, what I know now to be like frankincense and myrrh. It was just beautiful fragrance. Besides you, did anyone else smell it? Yeah, the nurses were even looking around the room seeing if anyone snuck in flowers. <laughs> now, I, I was told that the nurses kept going in all night to smell that aroma. They did. In fact, on their breaks, they would come in and ask if they could just come and sit in the room and read their books or, you know, um, just just to be there. But you know who I'm really intrigued over? Your daughter, Layla. You, I mean, all your children were raised in this environment mm -hmm. of, uh, of worshipers of God. And Layla, at three, sees an angel about ready to touch a woman and tells the woman standing in front of her, uh, you should move. You bet you this little pipsqueak at three years old, you should move <laughs> because this woman is going to fall because an angel is touching her right now and she has words for people. Tell me, at three, 
Yeah, three years old. Layla, uh, Rachel was in Africa, and we're doing a worship service, and this woman came that was just held up, just bitter, and her heart was closed. You could tell she's just sitting there with a stern look, and Layla comes over to her. Everybody had tried praying for this woman. Nothing worked. And Layla comes up to her, and she puts her hand on her shoulder, and she says, I know your mommy left when you were little, but your daddy will never leave you. And the lady just breaks and starts mm. to weep and weep. And it was an accurate word of knowledge. Her mother had abandoned her. Uh, speaking of words of knowledge and, and of needing love, mm -hmm. uh, you were recently at a conference that we're going to show some footage. Uh, we'll play one of your songs. Tell me what was going on at that conference as you were leading worship. It was really an immersion of the Father's love, and you could tangibly feel his presence in the room. Um, you could feel the warmth of his presence. People could actually feel warmth on their faces and on their hearts, and people just began to weep, people began to laugh, and there's just such an atmosphere of freedom. It was just a really powerful experience. Okay, you ready to participate? I am. We just can't say your name enough. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! 
Call now to get your copy of Nick and Rachel Billman's powerful worship album on two audio CDs, The Least of These. I have never experienced worship music like this before. It includes 18 anointed songs that you will listen to over and over again. Yours for a donation of $20. Ask for offer number 1303. Shipping and handling is included. I was in a dark place. Through this music, God rescued me. This music rekindled my love for Jesus. Fall in love with me again. Rekindle the flame that we once had. Fall in love. This creates in me a truly childlike faith, and it helps me to believe in God for the impossible. This music, it made me more hungry for God. The heavenly songs on this worship CD will immerse you in God's glory and presence, release you from anxiety and fear, heal you, deliver you, and set you free to walk in the supernatural power of God. This is intimate worship music that will cause you to fall in love with Jesus over and over again. Don't miss out on getting your copy of Nick and Rachel Billman's exceptional worship album on two audio CDs, the least of these. It includes 18 anointed songs. Yours for a donation of $20. Ask for offer number 1303. Shipping and handling is included. It includes a recording of a manifestation of angelic voices that appeared supernaturally on this CD. Call now or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number Number 1303 or log on to SidRoth.org. We now return to It's Supernatural. Sid Roth here with Nick and Rachel Billman, and I don't know about you. But I am so filled with the Holy Spirit. Rachel, what did you tell me when you were watching that video? <laughs> I said I was there experiencing it and just watching it again. I wanted to climb back into the TV to experience it again. <laughs> well, that's the way I feel about your CD. Did God, I mean, well, there is such a presence of God on this set there is. right now. Is God telling you anything, Nick? Yeah, actually, I feel like there's someone watching right now. Oftentimes, I get an impression of a word of knowledge. And I feel like there's someone out there that's watching right now that has a, a floater in their right eye that's just a constant annoyance that's causing blurry vision. And I feel like it happened as a result of a car accident within the last few months. And so if that's you watching right now, we just declare healing in Jesus' name mm -hmm. that he would touch your eye you, and that that floater would leave, blurriness would leave, and there would be healing, total healing in the name of Jesus. Tell me about, because I'm very intrigued by this, uh, you two go to Brazil often, not just to lead worship and have miracles break out, but you go to Brazil because God has given you compassion uh, for the sex trade. Yeah. Explain briefly what is going on in Brazil. Well, in, in Brazil, there's over a million and a half prostitutes. 
and uh, it's a strong economy, mm. so you don't hear much about that. Right. But there's prostitutes everywhere. And so we go and we spend time on the streets with the prostitutes, with the transvestites, and we just bring How the, young the love of they? the father. Uh, we've talked to prostitutes as young as 11. There's reports of prostitutes as young as six. But what are these young kids looking for? They're looking for a father. Uh, the true problem in Brazil isn't prostitution. It's fatherlessness. It's the orphanness that's uh, invaded the streets of Brazil. Uh, look, you two are doing okay in the U.S. Why are you taking off to live in Brazil? Because when I went down there for my very first trip, uh, God just broke my heart for these girls. And I saw them on the streets, and every one of them had the face of my daughter on them. And I realized that they're the daughters of Papa God. They're the daughters of God that's on the streets, and they don't know that they have a father. And so they're worth it for us to go down there. And, and uh, you like to give roses to some of these yeah. little girls. Yeah. Tell me about one you gave a rose to. Uh, we gave a rose to a uh, prostitute on the streets in um, April, and it was actually a, a man that was a transvestite, and we gave this rose to him, and we gave him a letter that just talks about the love of the Father. And it's just scriptures that, that are written in the form of a letter to say that your, your Papa loves you. Mm -hmm. And um, he actually threw the rose on the ground, and mm -hmm. my heart was broken by it. And then the next couple days later, we saw him on the streets again. And we went to give a rose to another person, and then we went to get the letter. And he said, oh, you have to read that. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever read. I have mine right here. And he pulled it out, and he had read it over and over again since we gave it to him. Mm -hmm. So you could really see where God touched his heart. Now, we're going to do a montage of your music. Mm -hmm. And this, this is, uh, you know, uh, just a little flavor. But I want you to get ready to receive something from God. Mm -hmm. What do you, Rachel, what do you want them to receive when they see this selection of your worship? I think that um, we so often sing about uh, the things that God does, but uh, you know, we love to sing about who God really is. And you can't sing about who God really is without seeing these pictures and without you know, seeing the least of these and, and people on the street and, and the blind and the prostitutes and the orphans. And I just really, when people watch this, want you to really experience um, what the heart of the Father is saying to you. Is he's, he's not looking for perfection in your life. He takes you just as you are, and he just wants to pour his love into your life. Mm -hmm. So just as they're watching this, I believe Did, did you happened. hear what she just said? God wants to pour his love into your life. Get ready to receive. I tell you, you are going to receive his love right now. Let's take a look. Jesus, comes around me in your love. Comes around me in your love. Comes
Call now to get your copy of Nick and Rachel Billman's powerful worship album on two audio CDs, The Least of These. It includes 18 anointed songs you will listen to over and over again. Yours for a donation of $20. Ask for offer number 1303. Shipping and handling is included. Call now or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 1303 or log on to SidRoth.org. Next week on It's Supernatural, my guest frequently gives prophetic words to world leaders and people like Kenneth Copeland and other leaders. He once prophesied that a man in grim financial condition would make $1 million in a year. 
That year, he earned $1,025,000.